0: Full 10 yards podcast. Yes. Welcome in everyone, this is the Full 10 Yards Betting Podcast, where every pound counts. Um, hope you're all doing well, first and foremost. Week 6 is here, Pl- plenty of chances, plenty of markets to make some money on. podcast is going to be slightly different in format today, uh, purely because I uh, pulled back the curtain just a little bit. I am, ladies and gentlemen, in the middle of a pretty much a 1,000 pa- uh, mile uh, round trip, I suppose you could say. I've driven, uh, for those of you who don't know, relocating back down to Alton in Surrey, roughly around about that area anyway, uh, down from Scotland. So I'm driving down today to go and view some flats. Uh, not that you really need to know all that stuff anyway, but there we go. Um, so yeah, um, what's going to happen is I'm going to give you all my bets 1st going to run through money line, Handicap, Total Points, Anytime Touchdown, Scorers, and Request of Bets, and then the Nap and Next Best as well. And then I'm going to pass you over to Adam, Uh, He's going to give us all his insight, all his lovely stuff. Don't forget, you can get in contact with him on Twitter at Touchdown Tips and his great stuff over on his website, tdtips.com. Make sure you go and check that out. Um, so yeah, we're gonna pass over to him, and then at the end we're gonna um, give you our, our best, our best bet giveaway, our six selections, uh, which you will be able to retweet on our on our Twitter at Full Ten Yards uh, for your chance to win. If you win, we haven't got a winner yet, but um, surely, surely one of these weeks, uh, out of sixteen, we should have a one. I think we got five out of six last week as well, so uh, knocking knocking on the door, no doubt, some crackers for you today. Anyway. So without any further ado, let's get straight into it. My Moneyline for Week 6 is going to be Carolina in the early game, obviously over here in London. The LA Rams, the Dallas Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens all to win. 72 there with Marathon Betts. Carolina, I think, just going to have too much of a good defence uh, for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay didn't get over here till Friday, I think, if, if my memory serves me correctly as well, which uh, generally, considering trends over the last couple of years and looking at Chicago last week, uh, doesn't suit the team so well. I think Carolina came in uh, maybe a bit earlier than they did. Um, so, yeah, uh, fully excited. Expect Carolina to get the win there. Defense is going to be too good. James Winston is going to get a bit suffocated. Um, the that, that offensive line of Tampa Bay have got a couple of injuries there as well. So, um, yeah, the Carolinas' defense and defensive line should eat a little bit uh, in uh, Tottenham in White Hart Lane. Uh, Ali Rams are going to finally show the San Francisco 49ers up. They're going to show who they really are. Um, lots of, like we mentioned on the podcast on Thursday with Lawrence, a couple of guys on the offensive lines out for both teams here. So, yeah. Um, I just expect the Rams at home to... I know they got beaten by Tampa Bay last time out, but I, I think the Rams should uh, should put the, the 49ers in their place. Hopefully they do, otherwise I'm going to have to eat some uh, a big portion of humble pie, but there we go. Dallas, nice bounce-back spot for them as well. Are away from home, uh, are in a bit of a sandwich spot in terms of uh, teams that obviously lost to the Packers last week and have the kind of the look-ahead to the Eagles next week. Big divisional game, that one, so uh, chance of a slip-up, but Dallas should really have too much quality there uh, for the Jets. I think Sam Darnold is not going to be fully up to speed. After yeah, if at all, even if he does play, yeah, I'm not confirmed, it, but is likely at this point. But yeah, he's gonna, he's going to be rusty. Didn't look great in week one, did he? When he kind of he probably had it. So um, expect him to be a bit rusty. So Dallas should uh, take care of business uh, away in the Meadowlands, and then finally Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati are just a poor team, aren't they? Um, yeah, going under the radar for potentially a number one pick uh, in the 2020 draft. Baltimore should should have way too much here, uh, especially on the ground as well. Um, yeah, I spit the ground game for both Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, Cusdeds, and all the rest of them to, to have quite a lot there as well. So, like I say, those four come up to 72 there on Marathon Bet. On the handicap side of things, gone for Philadelphia, plus three and a half away at, at Minnesota. Carolina, minus two, I think they are now. I've got minus two on my, on my docket here. Uh, and then LA Rams, at minus three. is 5.91 with red zone. Uh, Philadelphia, obviously, I've, I've explained about Carolina and the Rams. Uh, I found it quite hard, actually, to try and pin down the third one four handicaps. I did have uh, Houston plus four kind of scribbled in as well, but I've, I've taken them out and put uh, the Rams in, just just in case Mahomes, uh, his ankle may be not as dinged up as... as it could be, um, but I think I think that'd be a quite close sc- uh, close scoring game. So plus four. Um, thought I was actually quite stingy from the bookies a little bit there. So maybe uh, maybe that's gone up since since I wrote these down. But yeah, Philadelphia plus three and a half. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Th- this is a really fascinating matchup between them and the Minnesota Vikings. Quite comparable in terms of you know stats and you know kind of win obviously record win records is the same. Uh, both three and two in terms of offense, defense, and yardage and all the rest of it. They're all quite similar. So uh, to get the to get the 5.5 hook on three points if, if it's a field goal game, uh, quite happy to take that with Philadelphia as well. Philadelphia, the classier team. Um, yes, Minnesota do have a bit of a home field advantage, but Philadelphia went just went into Green Bay uh, and won there recently as well. So, um, yeah, I'm not too worried uh, about Philadelphia in that one. So, yeah, those three, uh, 5.91 there with red zone. Moving over to total points, Atlanta versus Arizona over 51. Um, yeah, really like that this 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 week. Uh, one of my favourites. That, that was in straight away. was one of my best bets for the week. Um, and I've also the other two were, qu- were quite difficult on this one as well. I did have Tem- Tennessee and Denver uh, marked as a as an under. Uh, that's currently about 41, but I've scribbled that out and I've changed it to under 43. New Orleans versus Jacksonville and over 53 and a half. Houston versus Kansas City should be a shootout there. Defenses are no good. Our offense is going to do pretty much what they want. Uh, opposite in the New Orleans Jacksonville game, it's going to be uh, in Jacksonville. So it's going to be a bit warmer. Uh, these defenses, especially the New Orleans one, they're going to be pretty decent. So uh, I can see a low-scoring one here. I don't think the New Orleans Saints need to put up too much in terms of points to to get the job done there. So over 51, Atlanta versus Arizona. Under 43, New Orleans versus Jacksonville. Over 53 and a half, Houston versus Kansas City. That's 4.97 to one. So just a smidgen under five to one there. That's with Bet365. Moving on to the only-time touchdown scorers. Uh, I just want to mention a couple of outsiders here. Um, with with all the injuries in, in Kansas City, uh, in terms of you know, Sammy Watkins... And you know the running backs have been a bit dinged up as well, sharing backfields and, and what have you. Tyreek Hill not guaranteed to play. Uh, I thought Anthony Sherman twenty-two to one and Byron Pringle for hundred thirty. He was he obviously scored the touchdown last week as well. I thought those two uh, were pretty decent shouts. Uh, and then other games, Michael Gallup is still over two to one. I think he should have it. Yeah, that's way too high for him. He should be around the six to four area in my opinion. Um, he logged a I think he he played all but six or seven snaps last week, uh, coming back from that meniscus injury. So uh, he'll have a forward Workload and that Jets defense is not great. Uh, Chase Edmonds, unfortunately, I thought we might get one here with Chase Edmonds. David Johnson uh, with a bit of a back injury during the week, so uh, but unfortunately he's quite short, six to four, I think I saw with Skybet Two, I thought he might be in like three to four, three or four to one kind of job there. But yeah, if you want two plus for him, if David Johnson is out, two plus for him uh, is ten to one. Atlanta notoriously bad against running backs uh, in both in the running and the passing game, so yeah, maybe that was that was worth. Uh, Worth a little nibble 2 Plus it at tens, and then the one I do really like actually, Miles Boykin four to one against Cincinnati. Quite a lot of points I think Baltimore are going to put up. And um, Lamar Jackson came out this week and said that uh, you know everyone's sleeping on on Miles Boykin a little bit. He got a touchdown last week, and uh, Marquise Brown obviously a bit nibbled up this week as well. So four to one I thought there was quite big. But the three I've gone for for my anytime a touchdown treble Travis Kelsey uh, in that Houston. At Houston, Kansas City. again. When whenever you're worrying, whenever, whenever you're trying to get, or you know, maybe there's one when you get two or three in your in your ACA and you want to just one more to boost it up, go and go and find a, like the highest scoring game of the weekend, and then just go and pick one of their best players because that generally tends to bear fruits. But yeah, Travis Kelsey, obviously, um Houston, Kansas City, one of the biggest points totals of the week, so Kelsey, I, I fancy there, especially with uh, Samuel Watkins out, Tyreek Hill a bit dodgy, Travis Kelsey should get his. Uh, Julio Jones. I've gone for as well in the Arizona game Be a lot again a lot of points in that one. Julio Jones was a bit quiet uh, last week. Calvin Ridley I think got a touchdown as well and uh, yeah, let's say that Arizona defense is not great so Atlanta in Matty Ice they've just been chucking the ball uh, all season long cuz that defense is not great either. And then finally I've gone back to I've turned the back the clock to 2012 t- 2010 whatever year you want to call it. Adrian Peterson the Washington Redskins. Yes, that's right ladies and gentlemen. I am uh, suggesting a Washington Redskins touchdown score for week 6 Adrian Peterson he's coming Out this week and obviously the the loss of Jay Gruden and Bill Bill Callahan has come in and said that um, he's excited as to what the ground game is going to be coming in Uh, Miami is a pretty much a slam dunk spot there so should have positive game script should be on the field for a fair amount of time Adrian Peterson um, for my touchdown score treble with uh, Kelsey and Julio 6.88 to 1 with Skybet uh, there as well Ito Smith as well 9 to 4 Um, Was it just another outsider that I I forgot to mention as well in that Arizona Atlanta game? So, Um, my request a bet. Uh, for the week, Houston versus Kansas City: t- touchdown and a field goal in each half for each team. Uh, that was 13 to two with Skybet. I quite like those. Probably I won't do them every week, so would get a bit boring. Uh, there was a few in that I quite liked in that uh, that Houston Kansas City game about uh, you know Ke- uh, Mahomes and Watson over 300 yards, and then you know there's some other fun- funky little bits in there as well. They're all like 10 to one and bigger. But I've just gone for that one. Keep it simple, um, as they say in the uh, program world: keep it simple, stupid. So. Uh, that leaves me with my nap and next best. Uh, my nap is going to be, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Adrian Peterson to score a touchdown any time. Um, he's round about five to four evens you know, he's not odds on anywhere which you know, I'm not going to say I'm not going to advocate he should be odds on um, but yeah certainly any any touchdown scorer over, over evens or bigger than evens is certainly worth a poke uh, to put in your rackers and all the rest of it so yeah really fancy him this week uh, and then my next best uh, I'm going to go over in the Atlanta Arizona game as well so I think the line there is currently 51 I mentioned earlier that's going to be 10 to 11 I think there should be a lot of points there and now I did consider the Rams minus three as well if anyone wants to kind of I have maybe a bit of a treble on that one. Uh, just a quick note before I do have hand over to Adam, because obviously he won the the £100 challenge last week in the Bears game. Oh my god, what an awful effort we put together there. I think between us, just the one winning bet uh, and to say Chicago not really doing the business there, which is a bit unfortunate but there we go. Uh, that's how it goes sometimes. No £100 challenge for this week in terms of Carolina-Tampa Bay. Uh, probably because we're just so awful at it but also again, logistic logistically uh, me and Adam can't speak at the same time this weekend because I am off gallivanting all around the country and all around the UK to be quite fair so um, there we go. Um, but yeah, That's, that's my that's what I bets for the Weekend. Don't forget, we'll put these up on Twitter and on the website fulltenyards.com 10 where you can see all the information, all the bets that we like, and of course, we'll be back a bit after Adam's talked about the uh, three, the six, the six uh, bets, the best bet giveaway. So, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to hand you over to Adam.
1: Hi, Tim. Hi, everyone. Um, so, just to look back on last week for me to start, I actually landed a treble. I got my totals treble up at Arizona versus Cincinnati over 47.5. The Patriots at Washington under 42.5 and the Bucks and the Saints over 45.5 so I got a nice 6-1 to one winner there. I landed my nap last week, my homes did throw over 315.5 yards, uh, my next best missed out because Auden Tate only caught 3 passes instead of 3.5 that I thought and then I had a whole lot of 2 out of 3s again. I had um two on the um any score treble any time score treble ingram and Fournette both scored david johnson didn't although his mate chase Odomans did which is frustrating um the against the spread treble the bears let us down in london i think that probably hurt a lot of people uh, i got the other two on that one and the money line treble which came in at a huge 14 to 1 was let down let down by pittsburgh who lost in overtime um against the ravens which it's a little bit frustrating, given the fact that they lost one of their—they uh, lost yet another quarterback, and Jalen Samuels is out as well for this week coming up. So it was another one they lost during the week. Um, I don't know whether Tim's going to bother mentioning the Bears versus um, Raiders challenge, the hundred quid challenge, because frankly it was bloody awful. Uh, but I did land one, so I think I win with with uh, a massive fifty pound back. From our original 100. Uh, with David Montgomery rushing touchdown. So hey, at least I beat to him. Um So on to this week. This week I have for my any time. For my spread treble. I have the Saints plus 2.5 at the Jaguars. I have the Redskins minus 3.5 at Miami. And I have the Packers minus 4. Hosting the Lions on Monday night. I, I can't buy that the Saints are underdogs. Against, Jack, against Jacksonville. I'm not sure entirely why it's turned out like that I still don't rate the Jags I know that everyone loves Gardner Minshew but he's okay but what's what's he going to do against this Saints team they've been shutting down the run so that should kill Fournette and that's where they want to um, that's where they want the game to go mostly which means Gardner Minshew is going to have to throw it Uh, Marshawn Lattimore has been brilliant in the last couple of weeks. He should be able to shut down DJ Chark or Didi Westbrook, whichever ones he's on. And the Saints uh, against uh, against the Jags without Jalen Ramsey again. They should be able to move the ball well enough. Uh, Michael Thomas again should have a fairly decent game. Um, The Redskins in Miami, this is obviously the tank battle that we all know about. But I think only one of these teams is actually actively trying to lose every game. And that's Miami. So, although they're at home, although they're coming off a bye, the Redskins, I think, are actually going to try and win, while Miami, I don't think, are really that fussed. Um, the Redskins got rid of their manager, in, their head coach in the week, so that's kind of sending the message that failure isn't good enough. Uh, and Bill Callahan is going to take over. I think he's going to go run heavy, um, which means AP later on, I'm going to mention, should um, be able to get a few rushing yards as well. Um, Packers are a better team than the Lions, I'm not really fussed what anyone says, I'm not really fussed about the Lions record so far, they beat they beat the Chargers when they shouldn't have done they probably shouldn't have beaten the Eagles, they scraped that win as well I'm not buying them being better than the Packers on a neutral ground, so Packers minus four um, That came out to our usual 5.95 to one which was Saints plus two and a half, Redskins and minus three and a half Packers minus four for my totals, I have got another high-scoring game involving the Cardinals, over 51 point, points, uh, Atlanta versus Arizona. The Saints v the Jags, I think, over 43. And the Broncos versus the Titans, under 40.5, which is a very low total, but I just have no faith in either of those teams to do anything, frankly, whenever they get the ball. Both have fairly solid defences as well. So although it's a low one at 40.5, I think... That's probably not the worst bet in the world. Saints v Jags. I said before that the Jags I don't think will score too many. Well, neither of these defences are what they used to be. So I have, for some reason, I've gone for over 43 points in that one. Um, hopefully mainly for the Saints. And yeah, as I say, every week I'll take the Cardinals overs pretty much every uh, every single week. Uh, Just because of the amount of plays in that game, neither of those teams can defend. I wouldn't be surprised if that one goes near 70 points, to be honest. Uh, Again, 5.95 to 1. Um, Arizona game over 51. Jaguars game over 43. Denver game under 40.5. My Moneyline treble is difficult not to take some of the ones I've taken already. So I'm going to go for the Eagles beating Minnesota in... um, in minnesota i've got the browns to beat the seahawks and i've got the falcons to beat the cardinals that comes out to 7.7 to 1 the eagles are a team who won over half their games last year kirk cousins does not perform against teams with a winning record in the year before that's pretty much my main handicap for that one i think the eagles will be able to slow down dalvin cook which means cousins has to take over and that's not really the recipe for them to win uh cleveland (laughs) why would anyone back cleveland after the monday game uh well they're back home they've had all sorts of pressure media pressure on them this week um and this just seems like a bit of a trap spot for the seahawks i they're on the road they're going traveling across the country i'm just and they haven't beaten anyone really they they beat the i suppose they beat the rams last week by um, by a single point but they should have lost that one. That should have been the Rams. They missed a late field goal that would have won it. I I just think it's a bit of a trap spot. Everyone seems fairly confident in the Seahawks, and I just I just gotta go against it. Uh, and the Falcons, they've been awful on defense, but they're a better team than the Cardinals. I don't. They they've got to win in Arizona. If not, Dan Quinn must be losing his job. So I think he's gonna have to definitely get them up. Um, so yeah, Eagles, Cleveland, and. Uh, Atlanta 7.7 to 1. That was on 365. I don't know if you'll be able to get it a little bit higher elsewhere if you want. My anytime score of treble is Lamar Jackson 2.38. I don't know why I've just gone into decimals. 2.38 is 11 to 8. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is evens and Derek Henry is at about 11 to 10. Is 2.15, which isn't actually on my little list of conversions. Um, that tribal comes out 9 to 1 on 888/Unibet. slash um, The Bengals can't can't defend the run. Uh, Lamar Jackson had a nearly near enough 100 yards against them on the ground last time they played last season. Uh, the Bengals cannot seal the edge, so he will be able to roll out and just run down the sideline if he needs. Um, 2.38, 11 to 8 for him to score against. Bengals I thought was quite good um, we all know that we'll, what Will Fuller did last week he blew up he could have had six touchdowns from everything I've heard um, so this week I'm going with his buddy uh, DeAndre Hopkins on the other side he's against the Chiefs who most of us know are not the finest defense in the world uh, they It's uh, a 55 over-under for that game, so it's expected to be high scoring. And I think DeAndre Hopkins will get the touchdown, at least one this week. Uh, And then Derek Henry against the Broncos. Um, The Broncos haven't been able to stop the run for a couple of years now. It's a kind of historic thing for them, and the Titans want to run Henry as much as they can. The more, the better for them. They don't really want to throw the ball, so I'm quite happy with Derek Henry um, above evens. So, yeah, Lamar Jackson, DeAndre Hopkins, Derrick Henry is 9-1 to on eight eight eight. 8 My nap, I will probably go for a random yardage prop. Um, uh, I will go with Lamar Jackson, over 60.5 rushing yards against the Bengals, for the reasons I said earlier. They allowed uh, nearly 100 to Kyler Murray last week. They allowed 46 to Josh Allen earlier in the year. I uh, just think that's fairly high odds. Um, a fairly low yardage line for him uh, and then my second one Ooh, I've got to go with Adrian Peterson I know it's a bit of a risk picking anyone on um, Washington but as I say they want to go run heavy and AP and Callahan have both come out this week saying that he should get a lot more of the ball he is an adequate runner still despite his age so I think over 565 on 365 is a fairly decent line for him Um so that's my main bets I've got a couple more that I'll list off quickly you've got Dary Abungwale. Abungawale, Abungawale. Um, for the Buccaneers at 10 to 1 on 365 um, he's had about 40% of the snaps um, for the Buccaneers and he's the third down back um, so ten to one, I thought it was a fairly shallow line for him. Uh, DK Metcalf is three point four, which is what five, five to two, near enough. Twelve to five on uh, Betfair uh, to score. Richard Higgins should be back for the Browns. He's six to one. Preston Williams for the Dolphins. He's had six red zone targets. That's the most on the team by quite a way. Everyone else on the teams had one maximum. He was three point seven five, eleven to four. Yeah, uh, three six five slash William Hill. Austin Hooper, um I think Tim will probably have him to score against the Cardinals for the same reasons we were on Eifert last week. Um the Cardinals can't defend tight ends. And Josh Reynolds is an interesting one, eleven to one on Skybet. He played forty percent of the snaps last week after Brandon Cooks went out. Um I don't think he really did much, but uh if they know Cooks is out, and I think he will be from things I've been reading then 11-1 to 1 for him is pretty good. I'll just quickly rush through a few other player props. Uh, Devante Parker, over 42.5 receiving yards for... Uh Dolphins, he's had over 75 in three games this year. Uh, Jordan Howard, over 49.5 rush yards. They've been saying this week they are he is their main back. Latavius Murray, over 22.5 rush yards. Um, Alvin Kamara has an ankle injury. So if you think that that might restrict him, then Latavius Murray is pretty good. DK Metcalf, over 44.5 yards. Already spoke about him. Uh, Tevin Coleman's an interesting one, over 37.5 rushing yards. That was on William Hill slash Paddy Power. Um, He had 16 carries on Monday on his return. I don't know whether that's going to carry on or whether they were just trying to get him back into the game. I'm not even sure if that was when the game was still alive or when they had killed it off and they just kept using him. So it's a bit of a riskier one, that one, because I've not fully researched, but it's one on my shortlist. Uh, Jared Goff, over 37.5 passing attempts. He has thrown something like 120 in two weeks or something ridiculous like that. Um... Todd Gurley is carrying a knock. Apparently Sean Mervais has come out today and said it's up to Gurley whether he plays or not. So that's not the most promising thing you want to hear. Um, Kyler Murray, over 28.5 rushing yards. He seems to be finding his feet in the run game. Um, Over 28 is pretty good Uh, Jameson Crowder over four and a half receptions Um, Sam Darnold only looked for him in the one game they played together this year I think he had 11 targets or 11 receptions and final one James Connor over 15 and a half rushing attempts Um, we're already down to Devlin Hodges playing quarterback for the Steelers Uh, Jalen Samuels is out as the second running back so with a third string QB and pretty much just Connor and the rookie Benny Snell I think they could run the game, a, um, run the ball a heck of a lot. So James over 15 and a half rush attempts, I thought was a decent one. So that was, that will be about it. Uh, a little bit longer just by myself. And so I'll pass it back to Tim. <laughs>
0: Yep. Yeah, thanks, Adam. Uh, before we round off, I, I did actually forget to mention how well we did uh, last week. My bad, Adam. Apologies on that. Obviously, you did the bizzo on yours. You came out with a profit of pound eighty-six on the week. I came out with a profit of £4.11. I managed to get uh, my, nap, my next best, uh, my anytime scorer. No, that didn't win. Uh, what else One. Hang on uh handicap one that was uh philadelphia minus 13 and a half green bay plus two and a half minnesota minus four and a half as well 5.75 to one so that was all good uh profit on the year to date is just measly two pounds 73 but hey we had a good week this week five pound uh, week five we just under a six pound profit so uh, we are we are getting the wins it's just it, it, we're quite inconsistent so uh we'll see obviously how we do this week so our best bet giveaway for week six and before we round off ladies and gentlemen um we have uh New Hopkins anytime. Atlanta versus Arizona over uh, forty-nine and a half. Jared Goff over thirty-seven point five uh, passing attempts. Adrian Peterson anytime under in the New Orleans Jacksonville game and Carolina on the money line. Two pound fifty on that returns. I think about one hundred and nine pounds there with Skybet. But don't uh, go and head over to our Twitter at Full Ten Yards where you can retweet the uh, tweet that will be pinned to the top of our timeline and then say if it wins we will uh, we will pay that out to one of the guys that retweets us uh, or ladies obviously of course no no discrimination here uh, but yeah best, luck, best of luck with all your bets of the weekend if you're going to the Tampa Bay Carolina game have a very good time indeed hope you have a win, any winning bets if you put any on we'll be back on Monday I'll be back with Sean and Lawrence hopefully and we can go we'll be going through all the week six bets but thanks to Adam for his bets as well don't forget to check out his top quality work over at tdtips.com uh, very good very good insight there as always but that's going to do it for today's podcast thank you all so much for tuning in really appreciate it and I say we'll speak in a couple of days In the great words of Kevin Cadle, it's bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Full 10 Yards Podcast. Follow us on Facebook or Twitter at Full10Yards. Or email the show, full10yards at gmail.com.